So if Felix was the underperforming team member. So like if Kyle had issues with Felix in the retrospective, Kyle's not going to have to be like, you know, Felix is the problem. Um, Kyle could bring the issue to me if, if right. they didn't feel comfortable bringing it up in the retro. And as a scrum master, I would find a way to bring it up that wasn't going to point back to Kyle or whoever had the, the issue. I um, really like that. I really like the idea of a scrum master as a confidant, someone yeah, that you could exactly. bring something to you feel safe because there is that there is no disciplinary tie to right. it or no blaming tie to it. Yeah, I love that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sound Notes from Leading Agile. My name is Victor Bonacci. I am a certified scrum trainer, and I am joined once again by Dave Pryor, another CST with Leading Agile. Hi there, Dave. Hey, how you doing, Matt? So what is so important? You reached out to me and you said, oh, I've got something to share with you. Yeah, people responded to one of our podcasts, so that's pretty awesome. We got some. You mean people mail watch these or listen to them? A couple people. Yeah, How we we sent that? them all a check, but they actually left feedback for us. So <laughs> we want to talk about that a little bit and see if we can extend it into a new conversation. That's great. Um, so let's uh, set the stage with what conversation specifically people were were replying to. Yeah, so we'll include a link to it in the show notes. But uh, the conversation was about an underperforming team member who is carrying work from one sprint to another as sort of a habitual practice mm. and and what should be done about that. And I shared a story from my past about how I um, didn't take action quickly enough and the, some of the problems that that caused for the team. And we got a lot of feedback, I think mostly from developers and some from leading Agile alumni. So I was going to go over that real quick. Um, and then we can use that to kind of segue into the new topic. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. So um, what were some of the comments saying then? So uh, let's see. Um, some people were just in total agreement with you. Like we should try pairing, things like that. Um, there was a suggestion that the tester work with the developer as well to try to help kind of move things along. Um, another suggestion that we, they make sure the backlog is really well formed. Oh, that's but good in one. general, yeah. a lot of the comments were about the team as a whole, taking ownership of the work and trying to solve this problem collectively. Right. Um, and, and not just sort of like vilifying this one person. Right. But there were some suggestions that they'd be offered the opportunity to work on another team. Um, there was a question about whether or not the scrum master should take some sort of disciplinary action. Do they have authority hmm. to do that? So we're going to talk about that in a second. Should okay. you get the manager involved? Hmm. Um, and then one suggestion that the Scrum Master and the developer swap roles for a sprint. Oh. So I wanted to start with that one and see how you feel about that. Uh, swapping roles? Well, speaking for myself, um, I don't think they would want me to work as a developer. Uh, I could see like it's Friday right before the holidays. Vic, is your thing ready for release? I'm like, yeah, good enough. <laughs> you don't want me in that position. Um, but I think, uh, you know, in seriousness, um, I think it's not a bad idea to have developers kind of step into that role of Scrum Master, at least temporarily, just to build that empathy. I often Especially say if you that, don't have a Scrum Master. Yeah, that's that's a real great reason to do something like that. Not just kind yeah. of take over for the Scrum Master who's there, but when you don't have a Scrum Master. When I was on, um, I was working at a startup and we had maybe five or six teams at the time, but no Scrum Masters. I was working as a as a coach and okay. kind of a scrum master for all the teams, but really that meant none of the teams were getting my full attention. So yeah. what we did was we had members of each team kind of step into that role for a sprint or maybe two and then rotate okay. to the next person on the team. And again, no one 
left their role as a scrum master thinking, oh, I'm going to do this full time. They were much happier as a developer. And yet it did cut down on a lot of the um, the assumptions that maybe they had or the uh, biases that maybe they'd brought to Mm -hmm. working on an agile team or a scrum team, um, because now they were walking a mile in a scrum master's shoes. Which is a great way to get that experience. I guess the one thing I usually caution people against that because when I'm a scrum master on a team, I try to build like a one-on-one relationship with each person. So that mm-hmm. if let's say somebody on the team, uh, like in the in the interview, you talked about Kyle and Felix and and Adam. So if Felix was the underperforming team member, so like if Kyle had issues with Felix in the retrospective, Kyle's not going to have to be like you know Felix is the problem. Um, Kyle could bring the issue to me. If right. they didn't feel comfortable bringing it up in the retro. And as a scrum master, I would find a way to bring it up that wasn't going to point back to Kyle or whoever had the, the issue. I um, really like that. I really like the idea of a scrum master as a confidant, someone yeah, that you could exactly. bring something to. You feel safe because there is that there is no disciplinary tie to right. it or no blaming tie to it. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk a little bit about authority, because it does say mm-hmm. in the scrum guide that the scrum master is responsible or accountable for making sure that the team um, understands Scrum and is basically delivering consistently. Um, For me, coming from a project management background, if I'm accountable for something, I am responsible for it. So it's my job to make sure that you and all the other developers are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But that's not how we would encourage people to take this role on, I don't think. So accountability is an interesting word. I remember... um, hearing at a talk way back when someone saying, you know, holding each other to account. And that really kind of clicked for me. Like you as a scrum master are holding the team to account and they could be holding each other or even back to yourself. They could be holding you to account. Uh, And that just means for me that if I say something, I'm going to be a person of my word and I'm going to deliver. And if for whatever reason I don't deliver, I'm expecting someone else to call me on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to um, quote a different movie this time because I, when this comes up, I always think about uh, New Jack City, which makes me sound really old. Um, <laughs> one of the earlier hip hop movies. But yes. one of the lines of that movie is I am my brother's keeper. And that's uh, like as a scrum master, I don't want to be the, the scrum police. Right? I right. want everybody on the team to be able to trust that if any one of us is struggling, other people on the team will, will rise and help help me out like if I get stuck or call me out if I need to be called out. Um, and that's that's a tricky thing to have occur in a safe way for the team members, though. And yeah, and oftentimes that takes a while to develop that that trust. A lot of yeah. times, uh, developers, especially if they're new, they haven't been on teams, they don't know that it's okay. It's encouraged to have that level of of authority or or communication back and forth. And so, as yeah. a scrum master, you want to be modeling that at all times. So it might be you that's in that role of being kind of the the keeper of everyone else or the team in general, but over time you'll see other people stepping into that role as well. Cool. Now, what do you, how do you feel about going to management? Like if, if this person is really struggling, if the team is unable to resolve the issue, is that a lever the scrum master should quickly pull or just use as like a last resort? Well, again, I would ask the team. Uh, I would always make those types of decisions um, kind of include the team into it because you don't want the team to think that you're going behind their back. And certainly you don't want to be doing that anyway. However, I think keeping an open channel to people in the organization, let's call them stakeholders, whether it's managers of the team or whoever, is a good thing. Now, I'm not saying you're going to share everything with that 
person or that set of stakeholders, but you don't want to only go to those stakeholders when there is uh, yeah. some kind of a disciplinary thing going on or something that you need their help with. So keep those channels, uh, keep those channels open. Keep cool. talking to your, those managers and other stakeholders. Let them know, hey, the team is good. Hey, maybe there's some challenges, but we're working on it. Maybe this is the nature of some of the challenges that I'm seeing the team grow through. You should be really yeah. proud of them. Uh, that type of thing, maybe. Cool. Um, so I just I want to thank thanks the folks for for sending in feedback. We're really appreciative of it. Um, we're going to kind of continue with this topic. We're going to do, do another one soon on what a Scrum Master does all day long, and that'll kind of delve into their level of authority or lack thereof. Um, but Vic, if they want to get in touch with you and find out about your advanced CSM classes that are coming up, what's the best way to do that? Sure. Email is fine. Victor.bonacci. That's B-O-N-A-C-C-I at leadingagile.com. I've got a lot to talk about those advanced classes. I'm excited. They're coming at the end of the year, 2023 here and into next year. We've got the advanced Scrum Master classes on the books and it shouldn't be too much longer after that, uh, that we have the advanced product owner classes yeah, we're working going on as that well. one right now. Yeah, and I'm Dave.Prior at LeadingAgile.com. It's P-R-I-O-R. Um, we appreciate you watching these. Any feedback, any comments, questions, topics you want us to cover, please let us know. Uh, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, thanks for listening to Sound Notes. Yeah, thanks, everybody. See you.